fighting to combat tyranny one state at a time, starting with Wisconsin. This is the Badger State Resistance Podcast, brought to you by Liberty and Freedom. And welcome back to the Badger State Resistance Podcast. I am your host, Justin, and I hope you all had a wonderful day yesterday, and I hope that today is going to be a great day for you as well. So, last night, uh, we had a drop that current... uh, Governor Evers and uh, gubernatorial primary winner Tim Michaels will be debating. Uh, so we're going to talk, you know, briefly about that, and then we're going to talk about also another debate that's been announced uh, as well. So uh, I have a short article up from the Journal Sentinel, fake news, uh, written by Cor- Corin Hess. Uh, Tony Evers, Tim Michaels agreed to a single debate ahead of the Wisconsin gubernatorial election. Here's how. To watch, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Wisconsin Governor Evers uh, and Republican challenger Tim Michaels have agreed to a debate on October 14th. This will be the only chance Wisconsin voters have to hear from the candidates before the general election on November 8th. Here's what we know about the debate sponsored by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. When is the debate? The hour-long debate, which is not long enough, will air at 7 p.m. on October 14th, 2022. Folks, uh, one hour is definitely not long enough, okay? Both both of these these camps really should, and, and Tim Michaels uh, should be really demanding a longer time. Uh, one thing I do know is that regardless of how anybody feels about Tim Michaels, whether you were Rantham camp or Becky camp, the reality is... As Tim Michaels is a much, much better option than Tony Evers. Tony Evers is an absolute lackluster ca- uh, candidate, a terrible, terrible, terrible governor, uh, probably one of the worst the state has ever had. Uh, he failed the people of Wisconsin through the pandemic uh, by forcing shutdowns and, and, and masking children. Do not ever forget what this man did to your businesses, those of you that lost your businesses, uh, and just, just remember uh, that most people's dogs would run this state better than the current governor. Uh, And then, so continuing, how do I watch? The debates will be made available to all of Wisconsin Broadcaster Association member stations. The association will publish a membership list ahead of the debate. And then now we get to who is moderating. WBA WBA Hall of Fame inductee Jill Geisler will moderate. Geisler holds the Bill Plante Chair of Leadership and Media Integrity of uh, Loyola University, Chicago. The lifelong Wisconsinite uh, was one of the first female news directors of a major market affiliate as news director at WITI-TV in Milwaukee. She moderated numerous WBA Foundation debates since 2014. Uh, Who will be asking the questions? Amy DuPont. Anchor reporter from Lacrosse, uh, Frederica Freiberg, news director from PBS Wisconsin Madison, Dan Hagen, evening anchor in Rhinelander, Dr. Ken Harris, Truth in the Afternoon, uh, out of Milwaukee, Victor uh, Jacobo, reporter CBS, and Michelle McCormick, anchor reporter uh, WFRV out of Green Bay. Here's here's one of the things that I want to say that Republicans and, and, and Republicans, you need to listen. The fact that we never 
have our own people moderate or force conservative moderators into these like WFRV that's liberal WKBT liberal PBS Uberlib WJFW I am not too sure WK uh, WGKB uh, out of Milwaukee it sounds liberal as heck uh, and then CBS 58 uh, with Victor Jacobo uh, you know, these are all liberals. So so one of the things that we have to start getting stronger on is if we're going to have question askers, there's six of them. Uh, why not allow each candidate to choose three? OK, uh, and, and those three can ask the opposite candidate the question. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I am a very I'm very unfond. I mean, I'm just not fond of 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 debates. I think that Yes, they need to happen, but the way that they are they are done, uh, I mean, we watched an absolute joke of a debate in the lieutenant governor's race, uh, the Republican primary, that is. And, and, and to be completely honest with you, uh, I, don't, I don't think that the gubernatorial debates uh, were very good either. It just wasn't it wasn't a good format. And 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 sadly, uh, when you have left leaning media propagandist crap, you know, fake news stations doing this kind of stuff, uh, they will always ask the, the social justice questions and, the you know, the, the questions that are not truly affecting the people uh, of, of Wisconsin or the United States, depending on what the debate is you know, where it is or who's in the debate, uh, you know, issues, you know, about the economy, you know, the cost of gas, you know, one of the big things that people continue to, to, to say, and I, and I always, I, I laugh is, Oh, gas is finally going down. No, 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 no. Gas is still going, it's still up. It may not be going higher than it was, but gas is still up. I mean, under president Trump, we had some pretty, awesome gas prices, you know, uh, I, I expect that, that $2 range, but the, you know, Joe, Joe Biden had us at five bucks a gallon here in Wisconsin and most of Wisconsin. And, and in many places, it's still around three thirty four, three, you know, between three thirty and, and three seventy. you know, I recently I drove through Chicago. My wife and I went, took a little weekend trip out of the state. And I mean, in Chicago prices are damn near still $6. I mean, this is not a, 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 a democratic party uh, and democratic rule that's been successful. Tony Evers hasn't done anything for the people of Wisconsin. And, and one of the things that they, they talk about, you know, just staying on gas prices here is, well, Tony Evers, he got rid of the, the, the taxes. Well, those taxes are just going to be made up in other places. So it really didn't cost, uh, you know, fix the issue. The issue is, is the Democratic Party shut down the Keystone Pipeline and others, uh, other, you know, problems that they, you know, not not giving permits and all this other stuff. Uh, I mean, the reality is, is, folks, I mean, fuel is going to go back up again. I mean, it's 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 crazy. It's going down because it's it's an illusion. And then the longer that we continue to to accept the illusion of the Democratic Party, the longer that we're going to deal with these continued problems. Uh, further, uh, what the campaigns say, Evers and Michaels released the following joint statement on Monday. Quote, we encourage people to tune in. There are plenty of differences between the two candidates, but we agree that voters deserve the opportunity to hear directly from the candidates. 
Again, correct. Uh, people that are not following politics, uh, shame on you. And and if you know people that are not following politics, you, you really need to tell them, hey, uh, d- d- is your life better now uh, than it was two and a half years ago? Like, what, 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 what life is, is better for you? Are you, are you finding it easier to go to the grocery store now? I mean, we don't need a debate to, to, to know the failures of the current administration, not only the federal, but the, the, the state administration. It's terrible. I mean, we, we have literally gone through this over and over and over and over again. Now, I really hope that Tim Michaels wins, and and here and he, and I really hope that if Tim Michaels does win, because I do expect that the state assembly will maintain, uh, you know, the majority. The state senate will also maintain the majority, and we'll be back to a trifecta, uh, potentially under with a with a Michaels win. I hope that they move to actually push a conservative agenda that will last and that'll make Wisconsin incredibly strong and deep red. Okay, I mean, yes, it's it's just it's beyond belief. And and the sad thing is, is there's just so many weak ass candidates uh, all over the state that I mean, Amy Loudenbeck, weak, completely weak, Uh, you know, um, John Lieber, the state treasurer candidate, uh, weak. I expect both of these individuals to lose. And and to be honest with you, I will be voting for the Constitution candidate, um, <laughs> Andrew Zilke, for for state treasurer. Uh, it's just I, I you know Orlando Owens. You see, you know, we we've talked many times, and one of the biggest issues and things that we have talked about on the trail, uh, the two of us is is rubber stamping, and that's why you know rubber stamping candidates or rubber stamping politicians, and that's exactly what Amy and John uh, both are. Is they're both just rubber stamps. They're going to do exactly what they're told to do uh, by Robin Voss and his lackeys if we don't get Adam Steen elected elected through the write-in campaign. But the reality is, folks, if we don't start getting people involved, the debate's not going to matter. Now, I really hope that Tim Michael shows a very strong uh, presence. He should. Uh, Tony Evers is so weak and such a, a, a loser uh, as a as a governor. And, and sadly, <laughs> there are going to be a lot of people that vote for that idiot. But that's besides the point. Uh, it should it should be a, a complete win. Even with the media backing Tony Evers. Now, people can say, well, this is a bipartisan. No, it's not. It's not bipartisan. It's not bipartisan at all. Not not even a little bit bipartisan. So, so crazy stuff. Uh, furthermore, the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association has also announced uh, a U.S. Senate debate. Now, this is more intriguing to me. For October 7th, uh, also moderated, moderated by Geisler. Uh, U.S. Senator Ron Johnson and challenger uh, uh, communist Mandela Barnes have uh, has not yet committed. I, I fully do uh, expect 
that Mandela Barnes will not commit to uh, a debate. I mean, he couldn't even show up for his president uh, when the, his president showed up here on Labor Day. So, I mean, he could say that the campaign is big, but you you know what? The the I'm so sick and tired of these people and, and the lies and, and the consistent. I mean, he didn't want to be seen with Joe Biden. He doesn't want the pictures. It's media optics because Joe Biden is the most unpopular president uh, in American history. I mean, for crying out loud, you know, the NFL uh, season kicked off over the weekend and we had chance across the NFL of uh, FJB. And quite frankly, I hope that people continue to do it because quite frankly, Joe Biden has been a disaster and has not done anything for the American people. He has not kept us safer. I mean, I could tell you that I don't feel safer as an American under Joe Biden. We are dealing with, you know, military complex spending again, another another war that, yes, thankfully our, our boots are not physically on the ground in Ukraine, but they are physically on the ground in surrounding countries. Uh, I do have friends that have been deployed. It's just, it's just, it's just right back to the same old BS U.S. politics with Joe Biden, and things are just not better. Wisconsin has not moved uh, an inch forward, uh, you know, since Tony Evers took 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 the office of governor. The man is more interested in playing pickleball uh, on the people's grounds of of the the whatever you want to call the state governor's mansion. Uh, then he is working uh, with, of, by, and for the people. Uh, he he just isn't that kind of person. It's just it's it's disgusting. Uh, I mean, the guy the guy has done some traveling, and and the, again, so many people just continue to to ignore <coughs> the fact that this man uh, made everybody's life a living hell. Um, now, I can't give him all the blame. I have to also uh, credit Robin Vaz and many members of the state assembly with the living hell that we all lived through because Robin and many members of the assembly stood silent when it came time to actually fighting for we the people to maintain our businesses instead of forcing them to close. So very different political atmosphere that we have this year, uh, you know. And and we have to just stay vigilant. We have to stay active. We have to stay involved. I know it's hard. Trust me. There are times where I just sit here and I think to myself, at what point is it even worth it anymore? But we cannot think that any. We cannot even consider to think that. And and I have to get on to myself and and sometimes, yeah, sit there and talk myself through it or think myself through it and say, you know what? It's because of my thought just there that so many others uh, continued down that road and just said, you know, forget it. I'm not even interested. We have 5.5 million people here, four and a half million registered voters. And, and, you know, it's it's pretty pathetic when you only see about a, a two million person turnout when we know that there are people all over the state and, and make it almost impossible for the cheating. Now, I want to move shift gears here for a second. And I'm sure BSR Dan is going to be covering this. But, you know, when it comes to the elections, we have to continue to stay very uh, vigilant because something was brought to the attention. I posted it on social media and it says uh, BSR Dan posted here. It says, this is not only going 
uh, going on in Mexico, but all, uh, all around the world. Democrats are involved internationally to take your vote away from people uh, that have never voted or lived in the USA. Now, it's crazy. It's seriously crazy. There is a Facebook page called Democrats Abroad Mexico. Uh, you and it's is paid for by Democratic Democrats Abroad Mexico. U.S. citizens living in Mexico register and request your ballot uh, for the U.S. midterms. Okay, this is crazy. I'm going to read some of these comments to you. Okay, uh, I have never voted since I have always lived in Mexico. I want to vote. How can I get a voting card? Thank you. Uh, the Democrats abroad at Mexico uh, responded to this individual saying, you need to fill out a FPCA, uh, a form that goes to your elect, uh, election official. They will email you your ballot. Go to the vote for uh, vote from abroad.org to learn more and get started folks think about that think about how the, how 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 insane that is emailed ballots the democratic party uh, another in uh in, in person here put i'm puzzled that the algorithm thinks i'm gringo but at least it thinks i would be a democrat maybe you want to adjust the target audience a little bit uh and then they responded democrats abroad is also reaching people who are dual u.s mexican citizens these people are also eligible to vote but may not know it's possible from mexico uh folks <laughs> here's the next uh question it says when will they email the ballots to mail in <laughs> folks folks our constitutional republic is is fading more and more every day and if we don't reelect ron johnson and get rid of people like tony evers and win all over the place throughout the country i mean just locally here in Northeast Wisconsin, we have Micah Bankey versus Christina Shelton. Christina Shelton is an alt-leftist that could care less whether your vote counts and can care less about your quality of life. Okay, I've met with her personally, and she was more interested uh, on shutting down and masking children than she was uh, about people being able to afford groceries uh, or pay their mortgage. Okay, that's, that's a true story. That's a true story. I met with her last summer. Not this past one, the one before. The response from the Democrats abroad Mexico says ballots will be emailed uh, on September 24th. Folks, think of this. We have people in Mexico. Okay? People in Mexico. That we don't know if they're U.S. citizens. We we, we saw what Harry Waite proved. By the way, that gag order uh, and, and and that judge, that politically motivated leftist lunatic of a judge that's that's overseeing the Harry Waite case uh, should be disbarred and, and thrown out of a courtroom for violating uh, individuals' First Amendment right uh, to freedom of speech. Unbelievable that he would do such a disgusting thing. Uh but you know, it's 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 expected. But uh, you know, we have Harry Waite, who proved that here in the state of Wisconsin, anybody can request somebody's ballot by just literally knowing their first and last name and their date of birth. 
Think about that. Think about that. And Josh Call, boy, Josh Call. Man, Josh Call. Josh Call is is another fruitcake. And the Department of Justice gets involved with Harry Waite, but yet they won't even look at their own office or themselves and arrest them damn selves and prosecute their darn selves for the election fraud of 2020, and I believe that took place in 2022 within the primary and will continue to go forward. Going back to what I was saying about the debates and, and, and furthermore, the individuals that choose to not vote or be involved. And again, shame on those individuals. This is why it's important that we talk to our neighbors, our coworkers, our friends. I don't care how hard it may be at times, but we have got to change this. People need to tune in. Tim Michaels needs to have a strong showing. A strong, strong showing. Even though it's not going to be hard to outdo Tony Ebers, but he needs to come off stronger than anybody expects. And we need people to show up on November 8th, regardless of how you feel, and you need to vote against the Democrats. All around. Now, I do encourage folks to start spreading the name Andrew Zilke for the Constitution Party, for the state treasurer's position. This is an individual that believes in separations of powers. This is an individual that believes in small government. And he's a very, very kind man. So he is fully endorsed by Badger State Resistance Podcast, along with many others. Uh, Eric Tony is fully endorsed. Um, you know, uh, we do know that there are a lot of, um, you know, people that are upset still about the election with Karen and Eric. But at the end of the day, Eric Eric Tony uh, will absolutely do a hell of a job, uh, considering the guy, the idiot that we have in the the AG's office right now. Tim Michaels is endorsed as well. We support him. We do support Tim Michaels, regardless of how you feel. We need to remove Tony. But the number one endorsement, the number one backing of this podcast, the person that we back at this podcast moving forward is Ron Johnson. We cannot allow a radical leftist hack like Mandela Barnes to win. We cannot. Adam Steen's endorsed. I mean, folks, in order, the most important, reelecting Ron Johnson. Second, removing Robin Vaz and writing in Adam Steen. Third, the Attorney General, Eric Tony, has to win. Fourth, Tim Michaels. In that order, those are the four most important elections. So, all right, folks, we do plan on having Eric. I've spoken with Eric, and we're going to bring him back on to the show very soon. We're just working out the schedule. Uh, we encourage 
all candidates who are out there running to to join us, uh, get your name heard, even Assembly and State Senate seats. Uh, we can go through the questions uh, and continue to try and make sure that we give the Democrats a massive defeat uh, come November 8th and turn Wisconsin back red and hope that we can get, uh, you know, just just a, a, a solid government. Also, I'm not going to mention names, but there is an interesting development that is brewing in the background in the Green Bay mayoral race. Once we have some more details, we will bring those to you. All right, folks, we'll be back. Have a great rest of your day.